So EU peaks milk production at week two or three, and then it's all starting to go downhill. And so in the later stages of uh, lactation, she's actually not producing a lot of milk. And in many respects, she's a, a competitor with her lamb. And so if you've got a poor quality herbage or a restricted amount of herbage, you're actually doing the lamb a disservice because the, the lamb isn't getting much nutrition from its mother and it's trying to have to compensate by grazing that poor quality or restricted amount of feed. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chuggle Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you lots insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. Now, in this week's episode, I got the opportunity to catch up with Professor Paul Kenyon from Massey University discuss the option of early weaning as a management tool for certain sheep systems. Paul defines for us what early weaning is, what age it should occur and what weight lambs need to be for it to be considered. We discuss where and when it should be considered as an option for flocks and what impact it can have on other systems. We talk about post weaning management with Paul highlighting the need to ensure high quality feed is available to ensure that these lambs perform post weaning. We start off the episode with discussing typical age lambs are weaned at. So in, in New Zealand weanings, uh, traditional weanings, anywhere between day 85 to 110. Okay. So more or less three months post lambing, take a mean average, what's in that range? Yeah. Early weaning, what do you define as early weaning? So early weaning is probably uh, weaning around 50 to 60 days. Certainly after about uh, six weeks, the, the amount of feed or, or nutrition the lamb's getting from its mother is starting to decline significantly and about that point even with a ewe that's milking well a lamb will be getting just as much nutrients from its grazing as it will from its mother's milk okay so like probably important to delve into that slightly we hit peak milk yield twins slightly maybe in singles it's the contribution of what they're getting from the ewe is declining so your early weaning scenarios you're really trying to prioritize grazing for lambs over and above that of the ewe that's right. So EU peaks milk production at week two or three, and then it's all starting to go downhill. And so in the later stages of uh, lactation, she's actually not producing a lot of milk. And in many respects, she's a, a competitor with her lamb. And so if you've got a poor quality herbage or restricted amount of herbage, you're actually doing the lamb a disservice because the, the lamb isn't getting much nutrition from its mother, and it's trying to have to compensate by grazing that poor quality or restricted amount of feed. I suppose with a look at that balance, the difference from singles to twins to triplets, the contribution is declining consistently, what the ewe's actually putting in. Yeah, that's right. So a um, twin-bearing ewe will only produce about 40% more milk than a single-bearing ewe on average, so that means each lamb's only getting 70% milk uh, against its single counterpart. And a triplet-bearing ewe, even if she's well-fed, might only produce 10% more milk than, than a uh, twin-bearing ewe. Um, so again, those lambs are getting less proportionally as well so and that helps explain why uh, twin and triplet lambs are so much lighter at weaning. So look this is an area you've done a lot of work on over the last number of years it has a certain role in certain scenarios on farms we'll come into some of the results of later but if we maybe just talk about the scenarios first this is not something you're blanket recommending for everybody. No no this is not a blanket uh, blanket uh, recommendation because under good feeding conditions and uh, good quality feed um, you'd expect both the ewe and her lamb or lambs to be doing well but under scenarios where herbage quality is declining if you're going into a dry period so losing herbage quality and quantity um, the ewe and the lamb are competitor um, or in a situation where you say you've got triplets where the, the you know the three lambs are, aren't getting a lot of feed post that uh, week six from from mum and so um, then you might want to start considering weaning them earlier onto uh, a greater amount of, of 
herbage or supplement, a high quality one, or in, in new lambs which may be lambing later than their mature use, but they're going to be bred at the same time as the mature use as, as a two tooth or 18, 19 month old animal uh, the next year. And so in New Zealand situation, you'd be you'd be lambing your ewe lambs at least a month after the mature ewe flock, but then they're being rebred at the same time. So they've got one less month uh, to recover. And so uh, early weaning is a, is a practical option there to bring the weaning date, calendar date, of lambs born to um, hoggets or ewe lambs, hoggets as we call them, back to match the mature ewe. So she's got more time to recover that young ewe before rebreeding, so she meets the appropriate live weight and body condition score targets. So similar enough here for lamb and the yearling ewes in April or ewe lambs in April, again, back that time. Yeah. The feed shortage one, that is applicable here on certain east parts of the country. Last couple of seasons, we've hit drought at different stages. Where growth is going to get restricted, you have the option then to prioritise that in front for your lambs. That's right. So um, if you leave the ewe and the lamb together when you've got uh, restricted herbage uh, or poor quality herbage, the ewe will still be driven to consume and she'll be actually a direct competitor with the lamb, uh, especially for any of that good quality stuff you've got on there. So in fact, she has, under those type situations, she can actually have a negative impact on the growth of the lamb. They're competing, they're going to get there faster. I suppose there's also the criteria there if you have a flock that has struggled or a cohort of older ewes in it, or yearlings struggling with condition, maybe didn't lamb down ideal, daily winning may have a role for them too to give them longer to pick up again. That's or right. For, for a cold value even. That's right. Even at, Yeah, that's right. So if you've got ewes, mature ewes, you know, we, we don't want them in that cyclic situation where they go from one lactation in poor condition, they don't recover it, so they go into the next breeding in poor conditions, so they have a lower ovulation rate, lower conception rate, more likely to actually conceive in the second cycle, so they have later, later lambing themselves. So the next set of lambs are, are going to be younger at, the, at that next weaning and therefore lighter, and she's going to produce less milk, so it becomes cyclic. So those ewes also are ones where you'd want to, you potentially could consider uh, winning early, give them more time, and those ewe lambs, those yearling ewes, more time. Okay, so that's the different scenarios. If we talk a little bit about the criteria, you're talking something around nine, ten weeks of age, post lamb on average. What kind of weights are you looking at there, or does weight of the lamb matter? Yeah, so weight of the lamb uh, matters, and so they want to be at least, uh, we'd say, 50 days under New Zealand situations, and at least 16 kilos. And 16 kilos seems to be a pretty good cutoff for us, because by that time the lambs should have a, a well-developed rumen, um, it's had enough time to develop that rumen because remember a lamb is born as a monogastric um, and then it slowly develops its, its rumen as it starts to begin to pick and feed at about three to four weeks of age before it becomes uh, fully ruminant um, and so you, you want the lamb to be past that stage so that when you remove it from the mother it can cope well and also a lamb is probably going to only consume herbage three or four percent of its body weight so you want it to be big enough so that it can consume enough, so you can get some uh, decent enough uh, growth rates. So we're talking there, minimum 16, that's what we're looking at, averages more 20, 21, 22 kilos yep. with that group. Yeah, and you'd, ho right. you'd hope it would be there at that stage anyway. That's right, and, and what you could also do in, in, in your smaller mobs is actually, uh, you don't necessarily have to wean the whole lot. You could cherry pick a bit, you know, you could wean your, your singles early if you want to reduce the feed demand on, on your farm mm. or, or your bigger multiples, you know, to make sure they are well above that 16 kilos um, so that you can, you know, those, whoever the lamb is when you earlier wean it, the better the response will be. That's a fair point. So you can cherry pick a bit, which ones, um, to, to get around that. 
and that idea of going for the singles, the more easy to identify the markings because they'll be there. So yeah, it's a feasible option. So right, that's the criteria we're looking for. I suppose the other key element of this is weaning is grand, but we have to have someone to put these lambs to that the action of weaning is actually going to be a benefit. So talk to me a little bit about that. How important is having quality feed after that weaning? So under the New Zealand scenario where we're not using concentrate supplements uh, or creep feeding, um, the quality of the herbage is, 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 is the single biggest driver of how successful early weaning can be. And in a legume-dominant sward, um, we've shown that you can early wean and lamb at you know, 16 to 18 kilos, um, and it can be just as heavy as its cohort mate um, when its mates are weaned. Um, if, if that weaned lamb has gone on to a good quality uh, high ME sword mix and, and not restricted as well so you know you, you want to make sure you've got enough cover in there um, so there's always that sweet spot where the, where the pasture cover um, you're not restricting intake but you don't get too long that the pasture starts to go a bit mature and lose quality so you try to pick that and in, in the New Zealand situation if you could get more legume uh, in, in the mix where you're putting those lambs it's, it's really quite advantageous So you're for high clover swords your multi-species swords, you're looking for something really high quality to go into afterwards. Yep, yep. And remember, this lamb needs to adjust too. So you just can't wean it from its mother and put it straight in that paddock. So you've got to, um, a few days there to, you know, if it's on a, a poor quality grass-based pasture and you're going to put it into a legume pasture, you know, you'd want its, its mother to be in there for a couple of days. So it's still getting a bit of milk for its mother as it's learning to digest this high-quality feed. Um, so it transitions in before you remove the mother or so the in the Irish context if it was concentrated supplementation you were dependent on your crutch for that high quality feed that needs to be in there access to reseeds access to after grass you really have to have that plan in place that's right you have your transition and if you're using a, a, a concentrate of course you, um, you need the ewe to train the lamb to eat it so, so you, you have to have that up and going so there's a wee bit of pre-planning there maybe for farms that suffer drought every year that's something you need to think about for others where the conditions back, you need to act early and have some plan there to deal with that. That's right. So, so it depends what scenario. And if, if, if you're in a drought scenario, then as I said, you and and it wasn't severe enough that all lambs need to be weaned early. I would pick the heaviest lambs, which might be the singles. But if you're in a scenario where consistently your triplet bearing ewes and their lambs, or their ewe lambs, or the ewe lambs that have a lamb, the yearlings that lamb, um, are struggling to get back into good condition. Um, as, as a consistent issue on the farming system, well, then I'd target them. Um, and so it really depends on what's driving the reason you need to uh, wean early, which lambs you actually do it on. Yeah, and something you touched on there, like that scenario where you have 10 ewes coming through year on year, you need a break and cycle, but you also need to act on, well, why did you end up there in the first place? That's right. Yeah, so it's, it, there's more to it than just that, but it's a useful tool to have in that toolbox. Look, you touched on the growth rate. What kind of growth rate are you seeing in those 20-odd kilo lambs weaned early, going on the high-quality pasture, maybe versus your more typical system? Yeah, so um, no, they were growing just as fast as mum. So we, we were getting them growing at 250 to 270 grams per day, um, early weaned, those 16 to 18 kilo lambs onto a high legume feed. So there was no problem with achieving that. Um, but, but that is a high legume percentage sward. You know, we took them 40% legume. Um, and they can achieve that. But of course, you know, with anything, it needs to be underpinned and have an, an animal health plan. You know, those lambs that are being weaned, they can't be suffering from any mineral deficiencies or, or any parasite issues. So if you're going to do it, not only do you need to plan with what type of feed you're going to offer them, 
and make sure they're adjusted for it, but maybe work with your local veterinarian or consultant to make sure there's no risk of actually all that good planning being written off by the fact that you didn't have your animal health plan sorted. Yeah, even things like your clostridial vaccines now have an old place right. sourced. Yeah. yeah. Well, so look, perhaps we skipped over this, like we were talking about the issue around drought. You can potentially have a large reduction in feed demand on your farm by going in weaning early. It gives you a little bit of breathing space on those farms with drought. Yo, coming back from a high intake, you can restrict it back quite a lot to dry her off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, you can save total feed demand probably by 20 or 30% by putting you back on maintenance if you had to. Um, so you take her off from, you know, if, if she was got two lambs, she might be eating 1.6 to 1.8 kilograms dry matter per day. And, and you could wean her straight back down to, to one, put her on maintenance if you had to. And, and any extra feed you've got, all this stuff, then you give to those lambs. But the net effect is total feed demand on your farm will go down. Takes pressure off a system just at that crux period on some farms. Look, you say at the start, it's not something for everyone, but it could be a useful tool on farms in certain scenarios in certain years. It's something that is worth thinking about. That's right. Yep, it, it gives you an, an option because, you know, if you don't do that um, and have that up your sleeve, all you're doing is pushing the problem further out. You're going to have ewes that are going to poor condition going into the next year. You're going to have lambs that are going to take more feed for you, to, whether it's a supplement feed, to get them to slaughter. And it's going to take you longer days to do that, so there's a cost. And it's going to be harder to get those lightweight lambs if they're your replacements up to different weights, suitable weights, sorry. So, you know, it's better to act first, um, otherwise you're just delaying the problem. Paul, it's an interesting idea. Look, it's great catching up with you today. Thanks for your time on that. No problem. Cheers. We'll have to finish the episode up at this point. I'd like to thank Paul again for giving up his time to come on with us and discuss what can be a very useful management tool for certain flocks. It's certainly something worth considering weighing up. Will it actually work for your system? That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates from a sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chaga Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.